disclaimer, this episode contains horrible audio because I was recording on my AirPods instead of using my studio mic. So I apologize for the audio, but I'm not re-recording it. It's February 2nd, 2021 from Ottawa and Luca and Halifax Cloudy. I am pissed off. Ottawa sends lose 8-5 to to Edmonton in what might be the most pathetic NHL hockey game I have ever seen. We lose 8-5. to We give up, what was it, five goals in the first? Four goals in the yeah. first? Goals. Yeah. Five goals in the first period. I am done giving the management and the coaching the benefit of the doubt. I'm done being dialogical. The general manager is 100% at fault for this. The owner is 100% at fault for this. They both walked into a thrift shop in the offseason. I thought they, we could scrape by in the North Division. Are you kidding me? This is what happens when you decide to be like Mr. Krabs and spend pennies on players. Matt Murray pulled seven minutes into the first period, giving up two, was it two goals, three goals? Normally, normally, if the if the Sens lose, I'm understandable. But that wasn't an NHL hockey game. That was beer league at best. We're paying these players, some of them, six million, seven million dollars a year. I understand that everyone has bad games once in a while. Yes, that that happens. But this is not once in a while. This is eight games in a row. And I'm quite frankly done being dialogical about it. Anything you'd like to say? Well, I've pretty much said everything there needs to be said at this point. Don't say what you said. I mean, you scored five goals and you lost. That, unbelievable. Like, and that, the four for five on the power play for Edmonton. That's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> you have a goal eight seconds in, and you're down. You were down 5 1, 13 minutes in. And then oh, I thought the Sens could mount a comeback because it was 5 3 at the end, but the sixth the goal, like, less than a minute into the second half. The, the sixth goal. The sixth this the this is actual audio, and I want to play this. We were watching the game together on Sunday night. This is actual audio of me reacting to the seventh goal uh, in the second period. I was so. I was so angry, I woke my parents up upstairs. I'm sorry, mom and dad. I was so angry in that moment and just defeated that this team has absolutely no future in its current state that I I finally just lost it. I finally lost it. I finally snapped. Uh, I mean, I finally realized after three years, what has the rebuild done? Absolutely nothing. Like I know, I know, I know it's not the NHL, but the Blue Jays, the rebuild is effectively completed. It's been they started the rebuild in 2017. It's 2021. It's been four years. Yeah, it's been four seasons. The rebuild, the rebuild officially started in 2018. 2018, it's been three seasons, and the yeah. rebuild is effectively effectively compete completed. I expect the Blue Jays to be able to compete uh, this season, and their general management has been questionable in the past. Mark Shapiro does not have the best record, but at least he knows how to give a good contract when he yeah. needs to. 
He doesn't. He he's not Mr. Krabs every five seconds. He's Mr. Krabs a lot of the time, but when he needs to, he can give out massive massive contracts. Um, <laughs> George Springer is the uh, is the guy to prove that. One fifty, one hundred fifty million. Quite a bit. So. so, um, I don't want the excuse that we're in a rebuilding. No, we should have been out of this rebuild by now. We should be getting ready to compete in the playoffs. But no, we're sitting in the bottom of the division. I don't care if we're in the North. I don't care. Because quite frankly, Vancouver is not a playoff team this year. They are going to get smoked. Oh, yeah. And if they were even to make the playoffs, they'd be smoked. Yeah. Um, I sound incredibly undiplomatic, but I don't care at this point. Now is not the time for diplomacy anymore. Now is the time for... Diplomacy. Um, walking in to a value village and expecting to come out with a Stanley Cup competing team isn't going to work. Yeah. And I'm going to say this, and I don't care. I don't care what anybody thinks. I'm a Fairweather fan. I've cheered for this team since the, basically since I could talk. The second Brian Murray died, this team fell apart. This team is absolutely nothing without Brian Murray as a general manager. Period. End of sentence. That man took us to Eastern Conference Final. He took us to the freaking Stanley Cup. He got us back to the Eastern Conference Final in 2017. He made smart moves. He made smart acquisitions. He made smart trades. What are we left with now? Are you happy, Pierre? We're a team. Congratulations. And now let's have some some happiness because that is probably the angriest I have been in a long time. Um, mm, this Pepsi helps me clear my anger out of my veins. <laughs> coping mechanism. Oh yeah, Pepsi is my one more one coping mechanism. And uh, sour and uh, sour cream and onion popcorn. And another thing, uh, Sens outshot the Oilers 38-31. I know. Right. They outshot. So. And, and then they catch penalties. And then if I'm gonna rip, just to be fair, if I'm gonna if I'm going to rib on the general management, the management, and the owner, I'm gonna rib on the coach. Because DJ Smith, you're a good guy. I have no doubt that you are a good, decent man. And this is the eighth game that you have made the exact same mistakes. You are, you were assistant coach in Toronto. You were assistant to Mike Babcock. End of story. You should know how to form an NHL line correctly. There, there isn't, this isn't new to you. If you were a first year NHL coach, and you were leading this team, I'd give you way more benefit of the doubt. You have been our coach for a year and a half, well, nearly a year, a year and a half now. This is your second season. Your second season with us. You were assistant to Mike Babcock. Yes, my, Mike Babcock was forced out in shame, but we're not going to get into that. Not our problem. The, you, this is not your first coaching gig. You were assistant to Mike Babcock. You were like, you were watching his every move. He knows, 
Yes, he might have treated his players like crap, but he knows how to put together a line successfully. So the I don't know what under the line pairings, and I don't know what in the world is going on with our with our veterans, but they are just not living up. We're paying these guys lots of money. The thing is, though, I think the Suns players do need a little bit of bad cost treatment right now because, like, yes, by all means. Just happened to leave some bad about this charge. You find Austin Matthews' dead body on the 401. Like, honestly. Oh, yeah. No, no. If Mike Babcock, you know, we need, you know who we need? We need, we need, uh, we need Tortorella. We need John Tortorella right now. Get yourself out of Columbus and get here and whip these guys into shape because nothing's working right now. Nothing. We have tried line changes. We have tried line changes. We have tried line changes and more line changes and nothing is working. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you know what? Today is, um, today is, uh, Sense Game Day, and I'm not cueing, don't cue the music. No, 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 don't cue the music. Don't cue the music. Shut the music off. Because, because I don't expect tonight to go well at all. And this is what I say, and this is what I'm saying to, um, Basically, to any Sens fan who's been watching the Senators as long as I have. I've been watching my entire life, and I've been a fan my entire life. I was downtown when the Sens made it to the Stanley Cup Finals. I remember, yeah, I was four, but you know what? I don't care. I remember it. I remember Daniel Alfredson scoring in overtime against Buffalo. Game five. Jeez. I, I... I remember the sheer jubilation downtown. Sheer we'll talk about what happened afterwards. Juba- Shut up. The sheer jubilation. I I I don't I I am not confident that there will be that jubilation again in Ottawa. Now, I I'm not I'm not confident. At all, because I think that if the, the only other drastic move that could be made here instead of firing Pierre Dorian and Eugene Melnick selling the team is Eugene Melnick moving it to Quebec City. And if he does that, he will have betrayed the city that saved his life. And for that, there is absolutely no excuse. We gave you a liver and you're doing this to us. It's a game, but it's pain. This is painful. This is really painful. This is painful for everyone here. You know what it's like to be mocked as the worst team in the NHL for three years now? Three years. You know what it's like to be made fun of by the Simpsons because your hockey team is absolute crap? I remember remember that joke. (laughs) Uh. Are we still a team, Pierre? Mr. Dorian, are we still a team? Moving on. It's Ottawa Sens game day, but I'm not getting into it because I don't I don't have the energy. Well, at least you're starting Hogberg, not Murray this time. They're starting they're starting Hogberg, but I don't have any expectations. Uh, on a completely un- unrelated note, Jeff Bezos is stepping down as Amazon CEO. That's pretty. So, uh, I just want to address something. We, uh, we haven't made podcasts over the last two days, simply because, honestly, <laughs> I, 
Uh, I didn't feel like making one yesterday because I was still, like, too raw angry. Like, I probably would have been, I would have been swearing, like, a sailor. And I don't, I, this is a Christian clean podcast, so. We don't do that here. We're good, we're good children. This, this popcorn is actually amazing. Um, uh, get the, uh, this is, an, oh, we're not sponsored. If you want to sponsor us, please do that. Um, I'd love free food. Uh, smart food popcorn, sour queen, uh, sour queen, sour cream and onion. <laughs> uh, smart food, sour cream and onion. It also comes in a white cheddar, gouda, jalapeno, and movie night. Uh, it's one of the best popcorn I've ever had. And, of course, Pepsi. Pepsi, please sponsor me. You're the only reason I haven't, like, broken over the last three years. Wait. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. So, how are you? Well, I'm doing just fine. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Wait, you're talking about the Senators or talking about the Canadians? Because you're you're the Canadians. I'm talking about my experience as a Habs fan. I don't think anything that a Habs fan I could even match what this season so far has done. Well, this this season, the problem is, like, this season I've watched every move because I have nothing else to do because we're stuck inside. It just so happens to be that the Senators um, have started their season in the middle because Ontario, because, of course, I'm in Ontario. You're in Nova Scotia, and I – in Nova Scotia, there's no stay-at-home order. In fact, there's barely a lockdown. You ba- you basically – you guys haven't done – you guys have like don't, haven't got more than 20 cases in like a month now. Yeah. Where we have – not only do we have like 1,000, 2,000 cases a day here, which is better than it was. We had – we spiked it four a couple of weeks ago, but we we're under a legally mandated stay at home order. If you're out, if you're caught outside without a good valid reason, you can be arrested by the police. Um, but also we have the, the two variants. We have the UK variant. We have the, um, South the South African variant, which I have to wear. Like I, I went to, cause there's a shopper's drug mart, like 10 minutes walk from my house. I had to wear an M95, which is new. I haven't had to wear an M95 before because the new variants are so contagious. So we don't have anything to do but stay home from school. I'm, I'm doing my, uh, doing my law. I'm doing law right now. My law course is on all online. This semester is all online. You're what? Yours? You're actually you're actually going into the building, right? I'm going to school, yeah. You're actually going into the building. Yeah, physical. Yep. Um. More Pepsi. It's um, yeah, it's what, it's what, it's what Pepsi makes the go away. It's like, it's, 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 yeah, it's my cocaine. It's like the sort of, it's, it's what makes the, the pain of this season go away. But I'm saying there's not really much else we can do at night. 
watching the Senators lose, I see every bad shot. I see every bad play, whereas last year, I'd watch the games and I knew how badly they lost. But I wouldn't see every single mishap. Whereas this year, I'm watching every game from beginning to end because I have nothing else to do. So I'm seeing every crappy defensive play. I am seeing every horrible goal let in. I'm seeing every stupid penalty taken. And it just builds up to the point where yesterday, when we lose 8-5 to five against the Oilers, I lose it. I finally snap. Yeah. Our grade 8 math teacher's laughing in his house. Guarantee it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Positive. Now let's talk about those Montreal Canadiens. Oh, you wouldn't. You just love to talk about the Canadians. Of course, with a resounding six-two win over the Vancouver Canucks, with forty shots on goal, the Vancouver twenty-nine, with Jeff Petrie turning into Paul Coffey, with two goals and an assist, Nick Suzuki and Arturi Lekkinen still being solid players. I'm happy. I'm 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 doing just fine. And the shorthand, a shorthanded goal on top of it, Gallagher and Tyler Toffoli scoring against the Canucks because he practically owns them now. Like all in all, for me, I'm I'm, I'm doing pretty okay. One for three on the power play, you know, didn't even take that many penalties. So, how about that? <laughs> I'm sorry, I feel really bad talking about my <laughs> in front of you just because I I know how uh how times are for you. Wow. But even still, perhaps they are second, I believe. Yeah, second in the North. A point behind the Leafs, and Leafs have played one more game than them. Uh, things are looking fine. I thought after I thought that loss to Calgary would hurt their confidence a little bit. After all, you got 37 shots, you didn't score a goal. But nope, that came up guns blazing. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, You know, it's at least someone, at least someone is uh, having a good season. I was going to say, the contrast between us this season has been noticeable. Oh, oh, so noticeable. And it's not even, it's not even that I'm mad that the Canadians are winning. It's um that the fact that I'm mad that the Ottawa Senators are losing to the point more than they should. I understand that they usually they should not be they won't. I expected that they wouldn't get over 500 this year. Yes, uh, 500 win percentage. However, for them to lose eight in a row is a completely different matter. For which the general management, I don't, I don't know why I keep saying the general manager, the general manager, I'm trying not to name names here, but I'm going to name names, Pierre Dorian, Eugene Melnick, and DJ Smith need to go to a McDonald's somewhere and talk about how they're going to fix this. <laughs> or in this case, or in this case, or in this case, they need to go down, they need to take Matt Murray, Matt Murray, Pierre Dorian. Eugene Melnick and DJ Smith and maybe Paquette need to go down to Barbados and talk about how they're going to fix this mess. 
So this does not continue. So we can finally beat the, the rut. I will not become the Baltimore Orioles losing 21 games in a row. To start the season, I believe that was as well. Yeah. Mm. After their first game. 1988. We haven't we haven't won a game since we haven't won a game since the first freaking day. We haven't won. Yes, we haven't won since the first freaking day. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I wish I was. Oh my! Oh my! I'm I, I'm sorry. I've been so unbelievably negative, but the numbers. I don't even want to say the numbers just because the numbers are not helping matters. <laughs> the Sens went into Sunday with a 4.50 goals against per game, which is already bad. It's 4.89 now. The Oilers' power play going into Sunday's game was 21%. It's 28.5% now. And the Sens' penalty kill going into Sunday was 75%. It's now 68 Oh, my God. Unbelievable. Like, oh. I... Time. No, 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 that's after tonight. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna record, I'm gonna record for the sake of the, uh, entertainment, the, uh, some live reactions tonight for the game. Right. If we win, if we manage to see, uh, get a win, then I'll be happy. I'll, I'll come tomorrow to the podcast happy. What you haven't done yet? No. <sighs> the cycle, yeah. the Melnick, the cycle of Melnick, which, um, as I have described in the, I don't know if I described it on the podcast, the act, the cycle of Melnick, but I, I know it as the uh, cycle of Melnick because it applies to uh, every, the everything, uh, every game in this, this franchise plays. Uh, it is hope, despair, hope, anger, despair, acceptance, hope, repeat. Yeah, it goes around. Don't, uh, <laughs> I wasn't going to. <laughs> I was thinking. You have multiple. Really you have. It. You have multiple song choices. Uh, <laughs> you have multiple song choices you can choose from. Yeah, I do. I chose not to. I'm a, I'm a peace, peaceful person. Okay. Oh my. All right. Tonight. Um. No AHL goalie for the Oilers this time. Uh, it's Koskinen in the sun. Oh no. Oh god. Okay, um, let's just take a look at the, uh, um, I have to, ch- I, have, I have to check the Ottawa Senators. Have they released their line? I uh, probably have by now. It's like two hours till puck. Oh my god. No lineup changes. None. Not a single one. What do you think is gonna happen? It's gonna be it's gonna be the same result with less goals from us because Koskinen no. oh. is in the freaking net. 
for Oilers. Oh my lord. Oh my. Let's see. Let's see. Wait, um, no. Anyone in the lineup after one of the worst games. This is this is what this is what this is okay. This is. Let's hear. Let's listen to this. Hold on. Let's listen to this. It's um. Oh my. You gotta. Yes. You've got to come to the rink with a smile on your face, enjoy what you do, and we'll get out of this together, and we'll learn from it. No, you won't. You are uh, Albert Einstein's definition of stupidity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. I think after three years of doing the same thing and expecting different results, you word. It's unbelievable. Well, today's Groundhog Day. Is no lineup changes. Let's. Why? Why would that be? Well, they haven't changed their line. I mean, they're starting Hogberg, which I mean, uh, maybe. No, no, I don't trust any. I don't trust any of them anymore. <laughs> we should get David Ayers. <laughs> David Ayers. Well, it's basically it's a base. Basically, it's a glorified beer league team. You might as well get David Ayers. He'd probably be better defensively. Quite frankly, <laughs> I mean, they, which to beat the Oilers, you have to shut down Drysaddle and McDavid. And that's not happening. That's not game. happening. You can't do that, especially not with this defense. No. It's the same. It's the same lines. It's the same lines. The Oilers are the definition of a one-line team, and yet we're the definition of a zero-line team. <laughs> Because we don't have any lines that work. Yeah, pretty much. I want to bang my head against the wall. <laughs> I want to. I just want to bang my head against the freaking wall. It's understandable. Ah! This is so complicated. It's not complicated, and I know I'm. I'm a fan who's sitting on a couch. In a basement of a, in, in suburban Ottawa, who has no idea really how to do, put a line together. And here's the thing. I know that this is not working. It's evident. Two freaking, three freaking years of this. It is evident. Okay. I think, I think this is uh, a good place to leave off because the more I, I talk, the more I, I spiral and that's, uh, all right. Um, do you have anything else you want to say, Cloudy? Cause I, I don't, I don't really. Um, well, all I have to say is, if, let's say the Sens, let's say the Sens lose again. Let's, let's say, say, let's say, let's say, let's say, I'm not saying that they will, say the Sens lose again. Um, if they go back home, and they keep, if they keep, let's say they lose the next, let's say, two or, two or so games, and they become like one, one ten and something, do you think there is a realistic chance 
that the Suns could, and I'm just saying here, here's the key word, I'm saying could. Do you think this stands? Melnick is going to actually quit. If the Senators continue the way they are right now, do you think the like? Do you think there's actually going to be a purge in the office in the front office? Oh, I think I think if at the end of the season, even Melnick himself. Well, if Melnick, uh, the thing is, if Melnick Melnick doesn't care, Melnick is only in it for the money. If Eugene Melnick leaves, the team will go with him, yeah, and that's the problem. So we realistically, and this is what really, 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 just really pisses me off, is that realistically, if Melnick were to quit, he would take the team to Quebec City. However, the idea that the Pierre, Pierre Dorian and DJ Smith being fired, that is a genuine possibility at this point. Like, that's the thing. And, like, and I'm not talking about Pierre Dorian. I'm talking, like, you know, almost every, like, a purge of the front office. Front office, management, coaches, everything. I mean, like, I'm not sure how many will go, but if the centers continue, like, maybe not Melnick himself, but do you think he, he would purge the uh, management? No. No, I know. I think Melnick doesn't care about the team. He doesn't care about the. He doesn't care about the fans. He doesn't care about the city. He doesn't care about the city that gave him a liver and saved his life. He doesn't even care about Canadian tax laws. All he cares about is money. All he cares about. He he was legitimately trying to get six thousand fans into the Canadian Tire Center. Yeah, at this point, the new uh, at this point the average attendance per game, even if we were allowed unlimited fans. There was no pandemic right now. You could not get an av- more an average per game, more fans than the freaking New Jersey. What, what was it? Three eight three club or something like that. <laughs> it's a three. He, he legitimately. Eugene Melnick, if he were to hold games in the Canadian Tire Center, if there were no pandemic, there's no pandemic, he could legitimately not get more people per game than the 3 4 club of the New Jersey Devils. Guarantee it. Because no one wants to watch this crap. Normally, I live, for record, about 25 minutes from the stadium. And... I I have station options. It's not that far. It's like 25 minutes by car. I, if the team was any good, would buy season tickets. I'm not going to give him my money. I don't want to give him my money. Yeah. That was wild. He doesn't care. Uh, he doesn't care. He does not care. Okay, so I'm... Uh, I think uh, we'll, we'll see you tomorrow. Sense play tonight at 10 o'clock. Just don't watch it. It's, I'm not even going to. It's on TSN Sportsnet. I don't really. I have no expectations, but. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Hopefully, sorry about the last podcast. We'll see you all tomorrow. Remember, we're a team.